Welcome to the Husband Factory Podcast. I'm the host and founder, Makita Kamara Omensa. Join me here every week where I help single women meet good men and enjoy great marriages using proven faith-based principles. Now, here's today's episode. Hey there, pretty lady. I want to tell you about not marrying a runaway train. Do not marry a runaway train. Now, what is a runaway train? A runaway train is a man that does his own thing. He is his own man. He makes his own decisions. Nobody can tell him what to do. Nobody can advise him. He does what he wants to do. Now, men have ego. They're born with it. If you ever met a little boy, you can already see the ego in them. They're born with a certain level of ego where they feel like they're important and they can do things and they can, you know, they, they, they matter, you know, which is really good. God gave them ego, but you want to marry a man who is submitted under somebody's authority. And when I say somebody's authority, that, that authority should be a godly authority. He should have a man in his life that can call him to order. He should have a man in his life that can say, hey, what you're doing is wrong. And he says, okay, thank you. Yes, sir. He absolutely needs a spiritual authority. He needs to be a mentor. He needs to be mentored. He needs to have somebody that is a mentor that can actually call him to order because nobody is fine on their own. Nobody knows everything. That's why, you know, God created the humankind, because we all need each other. There's nobody that has everything. There's nobody that sees everything. You can't see behind you, can you? You can't see everything. You can't know everything. There are things that you know now that you didn't know 10 years ago. There are things that your parents may have told you when you were younger and when they were talking, you were rolling your eyes and like, please, you know, whatever. Now you're starting to see that they were telling you the truth. So you don't know everything. You can't see everything. So you don't want to marry a man that feels like he's the end of the road. He's the all in all in his life. He's the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. He is it. No one can correct him. No one can tell him anything. So what does this mentorship look like? You need to marry a man that has a spiritual authority over him. That means that that person can call him to order that if he he decides to do something crazy, that person can call him and say, what you're doing is wrong. You need to stop now and that he will actually listen and stop. That's a level of authority and influence that person has to have over him. And usually that's a mentor, a close mentor, not a mentor that they only talk about business. If you have a mentor that only talks about business, he's that's not going to help you in your relationship. Has to be a mentor like a spiritual father that is in his life. Now, who gets a spiritual father? Everyone. So even if he's a pastor or bishop, an apostle, he needs a spiritual father. And the best people, the best men of God are men of God that have spiritual fathers. If he's just, you know, he started the church, He runs the church, but he doesn't have a spiritual father. Run, 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 run. He has to have a spiritual father. You know, there are women that have gotten married. Their husbands started doing drugs. There are women that have gotten married and their their husband met someone, just met someone and that person led them astray, led them completely away from the family, led them to start doing things that they never wanted to do before. There are women that have gotten married and came home one day, their husband was addicted to porn and they realized that there are women who've gotten married and their husband mismanaged their money and the family lost everything. 
I don't say these things to scare you. I'm just letting you know the reality out there is rough in the streets. If you don't have a man that is submitted to someone else, a man that let's say he he feels tempted to do something he 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 knows is wrong and he doesn't want to talk to you about it. He needs somebody that he can talk to about it. Who's going to help him out of it? Who's going to talk him off the ledge? There's women that have gotten married and their husbands started beating them because that was that was a part of their culture or that was a part of how they grew up. Maybe they grew up seeing women battered. There's women that have gotten married and their children were mistreated. There's women that have gotten married and the guys stopped the whole family from going to church. It is real. You need to have a man that is not a runaway train, but a man that is submitted under authority, a man that if he decides to do something harmful, that he has someone to answer to, somebody that he has reverence for, somebody that if that person tells him, you know what, what you're doing is wrong, he actually listens and he stops what he's doing. And there are people like that. There are people that have paid the price in someone's life as a mentor. There are people that are spiritual fathers that have guided and led this person through everything that they're doing, that they will continue to listen to them after marriage. Most times it's a pastor. But it could be an older per- or an older person, you know, an older gentleman that's a spiritual father. And kind of you want to look at the spiritual father, too, because <laughs> because if he's listening to somebody that doesn't fear God, or if he's listening to somebody that doesn't go according to God's word, that doesn't help because you got the blind leading the blind in that instance. And that that's going to lead you into more pain. So you and, and, and the best thing is when you and him have the same spiritual authority. That's the best thing. So how does he relate to his pastor? How does he relate to your pastor? Is he the type that, oh, I don't want pastor all in my business? If he does, honey, you will cry. You will cry big tears. If he's the type that he feels like, you know, this is my house, what pastor wants to do in his own house is his own business. Or how do you know these men of God are even, you know, living righteously? They always telling us what to do. How do you know that they're even doing what they're supposed to do? If he's that type, honey, just smile sweetly and run like the wind because he is a runaway train and run. You know what happens to runaway trains? They crash. They have no brakes. You don't want to marry somebody that has no brakes. That's going to crash you, crash your destiny, crash your hopes and your dreams, crash your family. There's women that have gotten married and gone through the unthinkable. They never thought it could happen to them. But, oh, yes, if you marry a man that doesn't have any brakes, it can happen to you. And worse, everyone, not just a man, even you need someone that can call them to order, someone that they can respect and listen to, somebody that can hold them accountable. And I don't care how much anointing the person has. I'll keep saying this because sometimes when we see somebody in church and and they're calling their pastor, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, that doesn't mean anything. Does he actually listen to him? Does he actually respect and honor him? If the pastor calls him, to do something or call or tells them not to do something that could be potentially harmful? Does he actually listen? Does he actually obey? You know, those are the things you need to see. Those are the things you need to look for to let you know that in the future, when some crazy idea flies in his head, he'll be able to go to that pastor and say, look, this is what I'm thinking. Ooh, 
Or as the wife, you'll be able to go to the pastor and say, can you talk to my husband? And now I say pastor, but it could be just a spiritual mentor. You'll be able to go to the mentor and say, look, this man is talking about moving the whole family to Timbuktu to start a Chihuahua farm. You need to talk to him. And then the spiritual authority will be like, oh yeah, I'll call him. And then you come home and he's like, oh, you know what? I think Timbuktu is too far to move the family. And who wants Chihuahuas in Timbuktu anyway? So we'll stay here. And then you just say to you, you just say, oh, okay, honey. But deep down, you know what you did. And you say, yes, you know, thank God I married a man that's under authority. Otherwise you'll be online looking for tickets to Timbuktu. Please, for your sake, for your future's sake, for your destiny's sake, for the purpose and the plan that God has for your life, for the happiness of your children's sake, do not marry a man that is a runaway train. Have a good day. I'm sure you got a lot out of today's episode. Don't forget to share. And guess what? The conversation doesn't have to end here. Hop online to www.husbandfactory.com to subscribe to my VIP newsletter. Just scroll to the bottom of any page and you'll see the button there. Remember, all the great love stories you've ever heard out of all of them, yours is going to be the best. Can't wait to hear it. See you next week.